live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Everybody, welcome, 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 one and all. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. This is live from America, and we welcome one and all. And this is live from America time with your host, the ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host, the hip hop patriot. That's me, Jeremy Harrell, and I'm here with Eli Ellis, who is the LFA producer. Some say that Frankie's the most based in the game. I might disagree. I don't know. But they're both awesome, and why not have them both? So let's give some live shout-outs to here. Thank you very much. We're broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. We got Miguel Ortiz. Jixer Trickster is in the building. Logan, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Sharon TX, Ruth 55. Michelle Groff. How you doing, Michelle? Thank you for joining in. I appreciate that. Bad Moon and Roxen is in the building. How are you? Duke, how you doing, Duke? Thank you for joining in, man. Please like the video and share it. Andrea, good to see you. Bobby Driver, Rockin' Rev Dean, how you doing, my brother? Good to see you. Eagle Fight is in the building. How are you, Eagle Fight? Kevin58, how you doing, Kevin? Thank you for joining in. Tommy, thank you. Darlene, good to see you, Darlene. Liddy's mom is in the building. How you doing, Liddy's mom? Lisa. And then how about one more? Brendy. Brenda. Brendy or Brenda? How you doing? Thank you very much, you guys. We really uh, we really do appreciate you giving us your time every single day, three times a day. Jeremy, sounds like you're losing your voice. Yeah, maybe. I've gotten a lot better, but, uh, you know, doing three shows a day, it kind of gets to you. It kind of gets to you. Uh, ready to rumble in Montana. Well, you know what? I've never been to Montana, but I would love to go someday. I'd love to go someday. But really, ladies and gentlemen, whether you live in Montana, whether you live in New Hampshire, whether you live in Illinois, whether you live in Florida, Texas, California, it's all going to start looking very different very soon because of the great replacement war that we find ourselves in today. And it's not just at our southern border. It's all over the world. Because this displacement in order to replace is all happening on purpose. It's all happening on purpose. And guess where they are, where they're all going? Here. So you got to ask yourself, if it's all on purpose, and they're all being sent, funneled, and financed to come here, why? To replace you, the American people. 
What you're about to see here isn't even at the southern border yet. But it's starting to look a lot like New York City. you know where this is this is at the port of entry bridge the first number one in nuevo laredo that's where this is the port entry um bridge number one in nuevo laredo and they are arguing with the immigration staff over cbp1 not working now if you don't know what cbp1 is cbp1 is the brainchild of the Democratic Party under this Obama regime, or (laughs) might as well be, Biden regime, to use an app to basically pre-check in if you are seeking asylum, and you'll be pre-approved before you even get to the border. That's clever, isn't it? And it's only getting worse. Now, of course, the great Ben Berkwam has been, um, you know, covering all of this. He's been covering CBP-1 better and more in-depth than anybody that's out there. It's not a great replacement theory any longer. It is a great replacement war that's happening right now. Great replacement invasion might be a better word. And it's to replace you. It's to replace me. It's to replace the American red, white, and blue-blooded, constitutional-loving, Bill of Rights-screaming American, patriotic person, Christian, bye-bye. Inside out. And the only way you do that is if you have complete control over the people that are inside. And as of right now, they still don't. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are on that. We are fighting that. If that sounds like something that you want to fight against and you're new to the channel, then please subscribe to this channel. And I'm telling you, there is no better audience, family, than the people that are in this chat right now. And if you've been looking for a home, if you've been bouncing around saying, man, it seems like I can't get truth anywhere anymore, this is the spot for you. And we welcome you. So, thank you for joining in. Please rumble the show. That's a thumbs up here on the browser. That's a thumbs up on the app. And you can watch us on Roku and Firestick. If you download the Rumble channel, you can search for us on Roku and Firestick. And you can also download the LFA TV mobile app. So, yes, Ricky, awesome. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Also, folks, we just put out a press release. I'd like to read that press release for you. It's LFA TV's first press release. So, you know, kind of... uh, Kind of new to the game. 
Hopefully we didn't disappoint. But we wanted to put out a press release um, pertaining to the Trump rally that we just covered. So I'm going to pull that up here if I can, and I'm going to read that for you. It says, uh, LFA TV has quickly become the fastest growing conservative news streaming channel in America. Not TV channel, news streaming channel. Less than a year old, LFA TV, in partnership with Rumble, has amassed 5 million views a month, has built the most user-engaged channel across the platform, and has uh, has begun expansion into coverage the most consequential political events are covering the most consequential political events in America live on the ground and unfiltered. President Donald J. Trump is running the most historic campaign in the history of American politics in the most consequential time period in American history. And it's, and it is LFA TV's mission to cover his rallies in an unfiltered, unique and interactive format. This past Saturday, LFA TV took their first step toward accomplishing this goal as they were live on the ground covering President Trump's rally in Erie, Pennsylvania. Led by Jeremy Harrell, Mike Crispy, Liz Willis, and Kevin Smith, LFA TV engaged in a unique pre-game style broadcast that allowed the audience at home to feel as if they were among their fellow peers outside the venue. Tell me if I'm wrong. Once inside the venue, LFA TV aired all speeches unfiltered while providing cutting-edge analysis and commentary in between. The American public and President Trump's base has a strong desire for the truth, and they have become increasingly turned off by the mainstream media. This factor, combined with LFA TV's dynamic programming, propelled the network to over 200,000 views of their first live ever on-the-ground broadcast, streaming on Rumble, Firestick, Roku, and the LFA TV mobile app. LFA TV looks forward to continue to grow and continuing this important work at President Trump's future rallies and other upcoming grassroots events. And I want to give a big shout out to Mike Crispy, who wrote that press release for us because he worded it perfectly. And if you guys agree with that press release, please let me know. If there's anything you disagree with, please let me know because we're not only representing everybody that's on camera. We're representing all of you as well. I think you've known that from the very beginning. So as we go on and as we move on, there will be and only always be an original LFA TV family, which is all of you who watch now. And we're about ready to start gaining a lot, new, a lot of new people. And I would just ask that you do the same thing that I would do and welcome them with open arms, even if they disagree on little things here and there. Because what makes LFA TV great is the diversity of the hosts and the diversity of of each and every one of you. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for what we've been able to accomplish together under God and all glory goes back to God. Thank you very, 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 very much. Now, we also are uh, adding a bunch of weekend shows in August, okay? We're going to be adding shows Saturday and Sunday. And starting next week, LFA TV is going to take all the shows that we play during the day and we are going to replay them after all the shows are done all through the night for people watching on the West Coast and around the world in one long continuous stream until rise up the next morning. So ladies and gentlemen, get ready because as Mike Crispy says, this is just the beginning. All right, 
Let's go to the most important structure, foundation that we have here on LFA TV, and that is the Word of God. August 2nd, in Jesus' name, we are going to go to the Lord right now. There are indeed many measures of success in the world, and most of them are meaningless. To avoid confusion, you need a rule of thumb. Seek to please me. The more you commune with me as you go through a day, the more you walk in my ways. On Rise Up the other morning, I showed you the statistics around the world from ages 8 to 80 of people who read their Bibles four times a week and the massive difference that it made in their life with scientific and precise um, investigation into how these people's lives changed. It was truly incredible. Matthew 22, 37 and 38, Jesus replied, quote, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Jeremiah 6.16, the weeping prophet, huh? This is what uh, uh, the Lord says, quote, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. Before you turn out the light, stay in touch with me as tomorrow approaches so that the light of my presence can illuminate your path and not only illuminate your path, but shine through you so others see it as well. Please remove your hats, folks, and we all go to the Lord. Actually, we'll go to God, our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And remember, there are treasures in all the trials that God's bringing us through as a nation right now. We are still a baby nation, ladies and gentlemen, and we got a lot of growing to do. Please lift up your cups, and let's have a little slurp of that rise up coffee. Here we go. My son said you didn't slurp loud enough yesterday. I said, I guess I'll do it a little louder today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we really do appreciate you being here with us on LFA TV, but we must start out the day with some breaking news that happened just before we came on. So let's go ahead and pull that up now. All right. Is there an active shooter going on in the uh, U.S. Senate building? And before we move on, I just have to say, Clee Sully, thank you so very much, Clee. We just got a $500 donation from Clee Sully. We got a $50 donation from Patsy, a $10 donation from ST Burger, a $5 donation from Pop 2013, and a $5 donation from Patriot 6774. God bless you all. I didn't mean to interrupt the story, but we have to say thank you to all of you guys who are financially supporting us. Folks, U.S. Capitol Police officers respond to a possible shooting. I have videos to show you. Eli, if you could please do me a favor. I know you're busy in there, brother, but if you could pull up an update as to where we were since we started the show because it was an active, uh, it was an active uh, situation and it could be updating any minute. So here we go. U.S. Capitol Police officers respond to the U.S. Senate 
uh, a warning of an internal threat that could have been an active shooter. Now, I do have videos to show you, but let me read for you what is going on right now. Quote, our officers are searching in and around the Senate US, uh, office buildings in response to a concerning 911 call. Please stay away from the area as we still investigate. We will continue to communicate with the public here. Capitol Police said this afternoon. That was a tweet they put out. No one is allowed to enter or exit the Senate buildings unless permitted by the U.S. Capitol Police. So. Okay, so the last thing that we got was that the news said it might have been false. We've not found anything concerning. However, I do have video footage of them arriving on the scene and entering the building armed. Let's go to that footage now. So that was them arriving. This was a few hours ago. That was them arriving. It might have been about two hours ago. And this was them entering the building armed. And again, we found nothing yet. There's no proof of anything yet. Nothing set. Nobody's, nobody's found anything yet. Uh, but here we go now. They're going up that stairwell. They're going up that stairwell. Go, go, go. I don't know where to go. Eli, you smell that? Smells a little bit like BS. Eli said, I love how that one guy didn't even spill his coffee. You know what it smells like, Eli? I don't know what a false flag smells like, but it's... it. I think I'm smelling something resembling what one would smell like. All I have to say is this, perfect timing. And then I'm going to go on even further and I'm going to say this, okay? 
whether this was a false flag, whether this was something that somebody called in, whether this was something that somebody actually thought was happening, whether it's just all actors and all stage, whether it's perfect timing, what I know is this. This country is coming apart at the seams of the fabric of, of, of everything that holds this country near and dear to our hearts and our culture and our laws and our faith. Everything is coming apart. Everything is coming apart in the travel industry. Everything is coming apart in the shipping industry. Everything is coming apart at our borders. Everything is coming apart in our police stations, our laws, our elections. All of this because of people who have hijacked the Democratic Party, one of the two major political parties in this country, and with the help of Rhinos, which are Republican in name only, if you're a newbie. Dirty politicians on both sides, mostly on the left, though. Over decades and decades and decades have gotten to the point where we're here now. And there's only one of two ways we're going to come out of this. No longer the United States of America or the best United States of America we've ever been. And I'm going to ask you, which one do you think it is? I want your honest opinion, and nobody's going to yell at you for your opinion on this. I want your honest opinion. Which way are we going to come out of this? Because regardless of whatever, whatever happened there today, and whatever does happen from here on out, this country is coming apart because of devilish, corrupt, greedy, godless people who don't even know what gender they are. And it's up to people like you, and it's up to people like me. God's soldiers, God's children, onward Christian soldier to be the light in dark times and to bring this country back on the path that God set it on 300 years ago or whatever it was, however many years it's been now. That's where we need to go. That's what we need to be. That's what I have committed to be until the day that I leave this earth. And I know that each and every one of you feel the same exact way. Because I know what happens in the end of all, God wins. God wins, and Jesus has already prevailed. What you got? Okay, hold on. AP News, which is Associated Press, which absolutely suck, and we're half the half of them in Politif- uh, Politifact. Uh, PolitiFake were the reasons that I got kicked off of Facebook and YouTube and all those other places. They said because of the beefed up security of the indictment, the looming indictment of Donald Trump. They have security plans in place in case any Trump supporters, what, Eli? Try to disrupt legal proceedings. Well, isn't that funny? Maybe you shouldn't have illegal proceedings about a man that you want to jail because he's your political opponent. Mao, Stalin. Unbelievable. Did they really, Eli, did they really use those, that, that rhetoric? Any Trump supporters? Yeah. Wow. Who said that? Capitol Police? Oh, some manager at the building? So some manager of security at the building literally used the words, we have beefed up security in case any Trump supporters try to impede the indictment proceedings of Donald Trump. 
Wow, they are reaching. Boy, are they reaching. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, just in today at 1.18 p.m., bring this up on the screen, Insider Paper put out this. Barack Obama, at a private lunch with Biden earlier this summer, voiced concern about Donald Trump's political strengths, including an intensely loyal following coming from the Washington Post. Well, yeah, because if you guys can remember, and this is another reason why I love the internet so much sometimes, because we can go back and we can prove things. If you can remember, one year ago, a reporter asked Joe Biden what he would do about Donald Trump running for president again in 2024. And if you remember, the sniffer and thief said this, and I quote, we have to demonstrate that he will not take power. Remember that statement? If he does run, by making sure he, under the legitimate efforts of the Constitution, meaning his regime, does not become the next president again. Oh, it happened, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to prove it. Roll the clip. to your predecessor who is about to launch another campaign. So how do you reassure them if that is the reason for their questioning that the former president will not return, or that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not oh, yeah? once again take power in the United States? <laughs> well, um, he laughed at that. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run. Uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. Um. Thank you, Benny Johnson, for posting that little nugget that we watched last year. I remember watching that and going, did he just say what I think he said? I think we played the video the day that he said it. We'll just have to demonstrate through the power of the Constitution, that he won't become president. He laughed it off because he knew he had the Justice Department, the FBI, the uh, intelligence apparatus. He knew. He knew the Pentagon, General White Rage Millie, or, uh, General White Rage Millie and Lloyd Austin, looks like a garbage pail kid himself. They knew, but they can't stop it. They can't stop it. I mean, we're literally, when we are jailing our political opponents who are, stomping and slaughtering everybody in their way when it comes to uh, poll numbers, then we have become a third world country. We are no longer the pinnacle. And I guess it's just, you know, coincidental or coincident that we uh, dropped our credit rating today as well. We are no longer the world leader and the world superpower. Not as a country, not as a nation. Now, we may have God-fearing, God-loving patriots that are going to uh, clear and resuscitate this country once again that's going to take some fighting. And I'm up for that fight. I was built for this stuff. You're right, Deb. They just want the death penalty on Trump. That's exactly what they want. Can we pull up the live chat? They just want the death penalty on Trump. That's exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. That's what they want. They want to kill him. They want to kill him. By the way, this is the first time the credit rating has been dropped since uh, Barack Obama's been president. So that should tell you something. Build the gallows, B. Palumbo, amen. Build those gallows. Pop off in the live chat, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know what you're talking about in here. We are God's soldiers, amen. We are a laughing stock, says Suzanne. Yes, we are. 
Jeremy, you sound like you have a cold. Yes, I've been sick since uh, the rally. But not bigly sick, just regular sick. Nothing can stop what's coming. Quiet part out loud. You can't beat God. Sounds like a threat to me. Well, definitely was a threat. Now they're coming. uh, Now they're making good on that threat. They're literally doing it. They need to go up through us to get through Trump. Well, I think that's what. See, here's the thing. If the manager at the Senate building about the false flag today, if the manager at the Senate building said, oh, we've got beefed up security because of any if any MAGA supporters come and uh, disrupt the indictment, then they know that where they're pushing us is war, like literal war, and they don't care. That means they are preparing, just like when they put the barbed wire and the fence around the Capitol building, they're preparing and daring, and they will use the military, and they will tell the military and instruct the military to turn their guns on their own men and women in the country. That is where they're willing to go with this. Why? Because like I said earlier, this is their Hail Mary, guys. This is it. They've got nothing after this. They've got nothing after this. So they are going to rip this country apart, the fabric of this country apart. Every red, white, and blue color on that flag, they they want to rip apart because they know this is the end of not only everything that they've built, everything that they've become, everything that they'll have in the future, but everything that their legacy, their children will have. This is it for them. They wouldn't be fighting this hard. So this lets you know that we're hitting right on the target and that we're right where we're supposed to be. And like I said, we were built for this. You know another family that was built for times like these? Self-sustaining families who said, you know what, we're going to take matters into our own hands. Like Denise and Corey at OFP Farms, they did that. And I didn't just want some kind of cheesy segue. Anybody who takes matters into their own hands and goes out on a limb listening to God, listening to God's instructions, they get rewarded. And OFP Farms has been rewarded with a beautiful, wonderful company, and now they're rewarding all of us with beautiful, wonderful, well-packaged products. And there they are right there. A good old, down-to-earth American family who decided, you know what, we're going to listen to God, and we're going to go out on, our, on, our, on a limb, and we're going to build something fantastic And this is just another company that supplies and gives us access, I should say, to be able to get quality products that are natural, that are clean, that are not jam-packed with a bunch of toxins that's going to touch our body. And it's another way for us to go against the grain and not spend our money with those companies that do that. So how do you support them and us today? OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15 to get 15% off. And check that out. Whether it's Cleo, whether it's Chloe, you can get yours today. God bless each and every one of you, and God bless the OFP family. That's OFPFarms.com. Magnesium products, soap, bath, bath and body washes, um, lip balms, beard oils. The list goes on and on. Get yours today, OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15. We love you, Denise, and we love you, Corey. All right, let's move on. I titled tonight's show, Judge Has Ties to Hunter Biden. What judge? Well, the judge that was appointed to Donald J. Trump's case in this latest illegitimate uh, witch hunt 
It's not even a witch hunt anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It's straight out war. It's war that our federal government has waged on we the people. Now check this out. I don't know where this is going to go. But when I was reading and found this today, I said, well, this is interesting. This may be a massive conflict of interest. Now, I hope you watched Matter of Fact today. If you did not watch Matter of Fact with Ryan Matter, he had FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin on with him. And they basically explained everything and backed up, validated, verified everything that I said on the 11 o'clock show. Trump has got this. There's no way that he loses or that we lose this. And he has reassured you of that. But I just want to just go, I want to, talk about another aspect of this that they and nobody else is talking about. The Trump D.C. judge that was just appointed that hates January 6th political prisoners, by the way, she worked for the same exact law firm that employed Hunter Biden and lobbied for Burisma. Well, isn't that just perfect, fine and dandy? Let me take a drink of my Rise Up coffee before I get lose my cool over this one. Share the video. We're going to blow this girl's spot up already. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin of Washington, D.C., the judge overseeing President Trump's case in the district, previously worked at a law firm that once employed Hunter Biden and worked closely with Ukrainian energy firm Burisma. Chutkin spent 12 years working for... um, Boys, Schiller, and Flexner LLP, better known as BSF. Thank you, T, uh, TLB, for the $5 donation. We appreciate that. Where she specialized in white-collar litigation and antitrust defense before she was nominated to her current position by Barack Hussein Obama, her official bio states. Well, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? That's the same Tanya Chutkin who represented Theranos at Boyce Schiller, the firm that hired Fusion GPS to attack Theranos whistleblowers, and then presided as judge in the U.S. House lawsuit against Fusion GPS. Absolutely, 100%, from top to bottom, from bottom to top, corrupt, massive conflicts of interest. No way she should be able to oversee this case. Now you might say, but Jeremy, wait a minute. That's not fair. What about Judge Eileen Cannon? She was a Trump appointee. Ah, she was. You're correct. That doesn't make it a conflict of interest to be a Trump appointee. It would make it a conflict of interest if she was a Trump appointee who once worked for Trump Corporation or once worked for once of uh, uh, Trump's uh, hotel business or his golf uh, course chain. That might make it a conflict of interest then. But then I'll even go further and I'll drop a mic on you again and say the difference. The other difference is, is Judge Eileen Cannon in Florida was chosen randomly while Judge Tanya Chutkin was chosen specifically. So don't give me that weak argument about Jeremy. That's calling the, isn't that the goose calling the gander? No, 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 no. Isn't that being a little hypocritical? Not even in the slightest. So don't bring that weak argument my way because I'm going to roll over you like a freight train every single time with that weak crap. You can tell I've had a few arguments about somebody with that. So there's a massive conflict of interest here and I know Donald Trump's lawyers are going to exploit that and probably demand a change of venue. They have to. They absolutely have to. 
Big difference. Ladies and gentlemen, we have 3,900 people watching on our beloved Rumble. Thank you so very much. If you've not done so yet, please click that thumbs up. It's the, it's the green. Well, it's actually it's a thumbs up that you turn green when you click it across the board, mobile app or browser. And if you're watching on Roku or Fire Stick, I'll ask, maybe you pick up your phone, come in and give us that uh, Rumble, and then move on. I'll tell you this. I shouldn't say move on. And then go back to your preferred uh, device that you want to watch it on. But I will tell you this. I am number five and number eight on yesterday's leaderboard. That means two shows in the top 10. And yesterday and the day before, I made it up to number three, all because of likes. So thank you all very, very much. Now, does everybody know who the six co-conspirators are who are mentioned in the indictment? Because if you don't, let me go through them for you. Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Sidney Powell, remember Sidney Powell, Jeffrey Clark, Kenneth Chisabro, and that's it. Those are the six. So I want to play this video for you. Do you guys remember when Donald Trump was being attacked at that town hall by CNN's Caitlin Collins? And he's like, well, wait a minute. I don't know if that's correct. And he pulled, I, I brought the paper with me. He said, I brought it with me. And then he basically read his tweet and put her in her place and basically steamrolled over her all night. Well, apparently she must love getting steamrolled over. Apparently she must love just getting run over like a, like, like a raccoon in the middle of the interstate. Roadkill by the Trump campaign and by the Trump attorneys because she continues to spout off about things she doesn't know. And she had Trump's lawyer on to discuss this. And he absolutely destroyed her. Very simple with a smile on her face. She didn't know what to say. Roll it. Legislators that you just well, mentioned there in the courts. Right. What was not true? That, that there were states where ballots were sent out without people asking for them, where there were changes in verification, where there were instances where ballots were not being supervised at drop-off places. The, the president was told, given advice, that under these circumstances, the state legislatures have the ultimate ability to qualify electors. He followed that advice. Now, you may disagree as to whether or not those things actually occurred or not. That's why we have political debate. We don't have criminal trials over that. We have the discussion but like we're just having. But it matters if those things actually occurred or not, John. Not under the First but Amendment. it matters if those things no. actually occurred because... Not, not at all, because it, under the it First doesn't Amendment... It does matter actually fraud. No, no, the First Amendment allows... But John, let me stop you there, because yeah. if, if he's saying that there was fraud, the First Amendment doesn't allow the President of the United States to go and claim there was fraud when he was told there was not fraud and then tried to subvert the election by overturning legitimate electors. The I mean, First it says Amendment it right here in the actual indictment. Absolutely. The First Amendment protects so, all so it protect If we're going to have a, a situation where the Department of Justice is going to fact-check politicians and indict politicians for political speech and whether or not they're factually accurate, then this country will shut down politically because it's a never-ending cycle of tit-for-tat. And that's the risk of injecting politics into the criminal justice system. So right now, people disagree with President Trump. What's going to happen four years from now if somebody disagrees with President Biden in terms of what he said during the election? That's why we don't criminalize political speech. Political speech under the First Amendment has, has an almost absolute protection. Nobody gets to judge whether it's 
true or not, except the American people. And but we John, do that in an election. We do that in an election. We do that in the case of a president by impeachment. But we don't indict people. John. And we, yes, that's, we do, that's called a constitutional republic. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney, a.k.a. Caitlin Collins, a.k.a. Big Bird. Ah, squawk. Ah, squawk, but John. Ah, squawk. Oh, I couldn't stand it. Sometimes I say I watch this stuff so you don't have to, but then you kind of got to watch it anyway. Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> CNN's Dylan Mulvaney. He just, it's that simple. It is that simple. There's no way they can prove that Donald Trump, even if what he did was illegal, which it's not because he was the president of the United States of America within full rights to do whatever he wanted with anything that they're charging him with. But let's say he wasn't. You would still have to prove that he knowingly did something wrong, that he did it with intent, and you can't prove that. You can't. This is a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign to make sure that they make the Trump campaign go broke and spend the money fighting these legal fees rather than campaigning. But what they still fail to realize is that we, the American people, will fund Donald Trump till the end of the earth. They're not going to be able to stop all of us. It's that simple. So you can keep squawking and you can keep sitting there. It's not going to matter. Another thing that doesn't matter is Mike Pence's presidency. Mike, his presidential campaign, I should say. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Pence has turned out to be more of a dirtbag than we ever thought. And you guys know how butthurt I got. I had put so much trust into Mike Pence. You guys know I was devastated. I came very close to hating that man. I had a lot of prayer to get me from hating Mike Pence. But now it's even worse. Jack Smith indictment has revealed that Mike Pence took secret notes of conversations with Donald Trump before January 6th and then lied to all of us on air on January 4th. Do you remember when he had that, uh, when he had that, uh, where he's like, we're going to look at all the evidence. This was two days before January 6th. We're going to look at all the evidence. We're going to make sure that there was, we're only going to count legal ballots. Remember that? And we were, I think it was in Georgia. I think he said that. And we were all like, there you go, Mike Pence. There you go. Yeah. He knew that was all BS then. And the indictment reveals that. Let's play that. Let's go back. You know, I know we all, we all got our doubts about the last election. And I want to assure you, I share the concerns of millions of Americans about voting irregularities. And I promise you, come this Wednesday, we'll have our day in Congress. We'll hear the objections. We'll hear the evidence. But tomorrow is Georgia's day. Remember that day? I'm going to tell you one thing. I did something I should have never done that day. I put faith and hope in a man, in a fellow Christian that I thought was going to do the right thing and kick it back to Congress, which is legal. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, too, because I've got a Democrat's explanation on how you legally do it. I am so incredibly mad at this man 
taking notes of presidential, uh, uh, of, I don't even know if that was legal for him to do that. This is an interesting revelation. According to Mike Pence's notes, he was telling the president he, uh, that he resisted using his office to overturn the election. That was never the issue. Trump and millions of Americans expected Mike Pence to do the honorable and correct and righteous thing and turn the questionable results back to the states, not overturn the election. But you'll notice every time Mike Pence gets a camera and a microphone shoved in his non-Christian, blasphemous, godless face, that he says he goes to that rhetoric. And that's never what Donald Trump or any of us expected him to do. That man is as useless as a popcorn fart. And I've got no, I've got no use for that man. That man is the farthest thing from a patriot. He's the farthest thing from, a, from an American as far as I'm concerned. Let's bring up the rumble chat. Let's see what you guys think. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you guys got a, a heavy heart on this one. Let's see. Make Christians looks bad. Exactly. Smooth talking, fork tongue, chuck hole. I like that. Take the money away from the DOJ and double the cry for the FBI. What a loser. I agree. They forget the word they forget the word fraudulent notes. Trump wanted states to look into fraud. Pence needs to stop using WD40 in his hair. I have no respect for a Benedict Arnold. Neither do I. How about an egg fart, Jeremy? Same thing. Yes, exactly. And you and and, and somebody said he's a known pedo. I wouldn't even, you know what? I've never even gone down that road, but I wouldn't doubt it. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you very much. We, we hit 4,000. I want to appreciate uh, all of you. I do appreciate all of you and ask you to please give us a thumbs up and a share if you're just joining in and you have not yet. I'm just going to take a quick break and talk about 4Patriots.com because these guys have helped us fill in the gaps where, look, let's face it. If I could get 100% donations from the fans, from the audience, from the family members, then we wouldn't have to have sponsors. But because Joe Biden has destroyed this country and people are trying to scrimp and scrounge, we had to bring on sponsors. And I remember, I asked each and every one of you, is it okay for me to bring on sponsors as long as they're not these big corporate sponsors? You said yes, and they've not left us since. They've gone away for like a month or two and come back based on their budgets and stuff like that, but they've helped fill in the gap. So to me, our sponsors are our family as well. And most of the people that have bought some, I would say every one of you who have bought something through 4Patriots.com has probably got something nice to say about them as well. And why are they called 4Patriots? Because every time you buy something uh, from them, a portion of your dollar goes to a uh, patriotic veteran family. And that is what we're talking about. American-made, 100% money-back guarantee. And it's a good way to start declaring your independence from everybody. 4Patriots.com. Promo code LFA, link is in the description. Okay, moving on. Tucker Carlson got an in... Is Tucker Carlson not a boss, ladies and gentlemen? Tucker Carlson is like the Donald Trump of being a reporter, right? I didn't even know Tucker was going to get an interview. I didn't even know he had an interview coming up with Devin Archer, but he did. I want to go to... uh, I got two... I got... uh, a couple of videos here for you. I won't uh, play them all, play it throughout the full uh, video because they're quite long. 
But let me play the first. This first one's only uh, 42 seconds. And uh, I'll play this and then I'll jump into the other one because Tucker Carlson got him to say a lot of great things. Roll it. Biden, then the sitting vice president, knew that there were Hunter's business associates in the room. Yeah, I think I can I can definitively say at particular dinners or meetings, he knew there were business associates and he, you know, we, or if I was there, I was a business associate too. Um, So I think, or if, you know, any of the other colleagues from the DC office or the New York office were there. So yeah, at times there were from the, you know, to be, you know, completely clear on the calls. I don't know if it was an orchestrated call in or not. It certainly was powerful though, because you know, if you're sitting with a foreign business person and you hear the vice president's voice, that's prize enough. I mean, Got that, that Biden brand, ladies and gentlemen. They wanted that Biden brand. You know what I mean? Look, Devin Archer, I'm not saying Devin Archer's a hero here. Devin Archer's a scumbag. Devin Archer's a scumbag too. You're hanging out with the Biden crime family. You've got to be a scumbag. I don't put any, I don't put any love into this guy as far as like, from, you know, a political or anything like that. Uh, as a Christian, I, I love every uh, fellow human being. I would save anybody from dying. But this guy's a POS. He's nothing to write home about. Let's play just a couple minutes more of this interview. Different businesses. Um, what were the skill, the specific skills that he brought to clients? Well, at the end of the day, he, you know, he had a career in Washington. Yeah. Uh, graduated Yale Law School and had a very big network in, in D.C. and brought that know-how and understanding of D.C. and ultimately the Biden brand. The know-how. So as far as I could tell, he wasn't, doing legal work. I Correct. Mean, he wasn't in the counsel's office at Burisma, right? No, no. So the the network and the Biden brand sounds like the, the kind of key component of Absolutely. what yeah. he was bringing. Yep. Um, do you think that he would have been in those businesses, not having a business background without his father being in a government position? It's hard to speculate in, in those regards. I mean, yeah. I think when we initially met and, uh, and he talked about his advisory business, his business that needed to transition from lobbying to advisory and the interest in private equity, it seemed, uh, you know, it seemed like a new and interesting network for us to expand our business. Um, whether he could have you know, been in that position, it's, it's hard for me to speculate. Right. But obviously, the brand of Biden you know, adds a lot of power when your dad's the vice president. For sure. And there was a time maybe 10 years ago when private equity, maybe like AI now, was just one of those terms people were throwing out. I'm in private equity. But the mechanics, having done it, coming from a business background yourself, are kind of complex. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's a complex business. Um, Takes years of training. But again, the initial idea around the business, they were going to provide you know, the government insight and an additional network to raise capital and then, you know, deal with regulatory issues that you might have at the corporate level. Right. Regulatory issues. Exactly. Okay. So that would be more his. Right. That would be yeah. his space. Right. Pay for play. But did he have a, a sophisticated understanding of regulation, do you think? Um, I think that he led a team that had, had, a, had a sophisticated. Okay. <laughs> 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 because I lived in Washington a long time around a lot of regulation. Also a very complex area. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's, you know, you got to be an expert in knowing the guy. And he was the guy that was the expert in knowing the guy. He was an expert in knowing the guy. Right. And who was the guy he knew? Uh, well, he knew a lot of people, but obviously yeah. there was some familiar, you know, some, his brother, his father. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, some of his, his father's siblings. So he, he knew a lot of people. And, and obviously I know you're pointing to, you know, the father being the key relationship. That's well, great. no, I, I'm just trying to get a sense of, Washington's not a money town. Right. 
you know, people don't aren't in business in Washington for the right. most part, and most people don't have business skills that I noticed in 30 years of living there. Um, so really, the business of Washington is is selling access. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, the business of selling, making money in Washington, is selling access. And he goes, "Yep, that's right. The business of making money in Washington is selling access." And he said, "Yep, that's right." Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's right, too. <laughs> I know what you're trying to get me to say. You're trying to get me to say, you know, no, he's, uh, the, 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 so who is there? Well, the father, the husband, or the, the brother, the, the, the cousin, the, kept it all in the family. He just basically laid it all out. Somebody said, does Devin Archer have a big book deal coming up? No, he's actually going to prison, so he's probably trying to get that commissary filled. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. I got to show you this before we go. Um, we got about five minutes left, so I want to make sure I get as much in as I can. The docket, the uh, the Hunter Biden diversion agreement. Remember that that they snuck in on page fifteen of uh, of the plea deal where they tried to say he was going to have immunity moving forward. Well, that actually landed on the docket for the public's viewing today. So let's pull that up. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Paragraph 15 has the global immunity stitch up. Check that out. The United States agrees not to criminally prosecute Biden, talking about Hunter, outside of the terms of this agreement for any federal crime encompassed by the attached statement of facts, attachment A, and the statement of facts attached as exhibit one to the memorandum of plea agreement filed this same day. This agreement does not provide any protection against prosecution for any future conduct by Biden or any of his affiliated businesses, but does provide, ladies and gentlemen, it does provide immunity from any investigation or anything that he's been charged of or accused of or is being investigated of right now. That was that little part that Judge Noriega said, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the confusion truck here a minute. I've never seen this. What is this? And I said, oh, that, oh, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's, you, you saw that, right, Judge? We, we, the judge saw that, right? We had that in there, didn't we? Hunter, we had that in there. Huh? 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 What? What's happening? Never mind, Hunter. You stay high. Um, do we had that in there? Judge, we had that in there, didn't we? Judge said, no, you didn't have that in there. So how you plead now? Because we're going to take that out. Still plead not guilty. Or still plead guilty? No, no. No, we, uh, we plead not guilty now. Yeah, thought so. So that hit the docket today for the public record, and I just wanted to show you that. Now, I told you that I would show you a video of a Democrat explaining kicking the, um, the electorates back down to the states when there's mass confusion like there was, or illegalities, or, I don't know, breaking the law and stealing an election. So let's go to their, uh, one of their golden boys, the Democrat golden boy, Van Jones. You guys know Van Jones, right? He's a big-time Obama guy, but he does say some sensible things once in a while. But this is another piece of information that Donald Trump should take this video into court with him as well. Roll it. Vice President. Federal law says all election disputes at the state level need to be wrapped up by December 8th so the electors can cast their ballots on December the 14th. Now, each state governor has got to certify the electors' votes and then send them on to Congress. So the results aren't official until the new Congress counts those ballots on January the 6th. Now, it's usually a straightforward process, but let's say one of the candidates questions the legitimacy of the state's count. 
the governor could choose not to certify the electors' votes. Or, though this is really unlikely, the state legislature could decide to contest the election and send a different count to Congress, meaning Congress could end up with no results or with competing results from the same state. Now, that's a violation of federal law, so Congress would no longer have to honor that state's electors at all. Now, the House and the Senate can then decide which result is valid or throw out the votes from that state altogether. Now, I know you think I'm crazy, but this actually happened. It was 1876, shortly after the Civil War. Samuel Tilden won the popular vote, but there were 19 electoral votes in dispute. Congress had to step in and broker a compromise. Rutherford Hayes was eventually named president in exchange for the end of Reconstruction and the withdrawal of federal troops from the South. Here's where things get even more interesting. If a candidate still doesn't have a majority of electoral votes by the end of this process, the 12th Amendment says the House of Representatives decides who will be president and each state delegation gets one vote. The Senate picks a vice president. No matter what happens, somebody has got to take the oath of office on January 20th. So help me God. If both the president and the vice president are still undecided, the Speaker of the House temporarily gets that job. Oops! Well, that's, that's one of their golden boys explaining to you exactly what we wanted Mike Pence to do. Oops! Loser! Lahoo! Zahar, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Live from America here on LFA TV tonight. I want to thank you all for joining in. I want to thank such big numbers tonight. Thank you all. If you've not rumbled the video yet, please do so on your way out. If you find value in what we're doing here at LFA TV, you want us to grow bigger. You want us to do more stuff. You want us to put cameras and microphones in more people's faces and hold them accountable. Go to LFATV.us or go to JeremyHarrell.com. Go to the Donate tab and you can decide if you want to be a one-time or a monthly donor, and every red penny helps. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. So ladies and gentlemen, Will Johnson is coming up next with Culture Wars, followed by uh, Drew Hernandez in Based America, followed by Man in America with Seth Holzhouse, followed by Trumpet Daily with Stephen Flurry. Keep your family safe. Keep your friends and family close. Keep smiles on your faces. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. See you later.